It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hi there, I'm Danny Kelly and you're listening to Danny Kelly's TalkSport Daily podcast. I want to thank Andy Goldstein for sitting in for me over the past few weeks. Very, very good indeed. Not great, but very, very good. And on today's show, you'll hear all the fallout from the weekend's Premier League action as Leicester City continues to chase runaway leaders Liverpool. United get the better of rival City in the Manchester derby that was live here on TalkSport. And you'll get Barry McGuigan's reaction to Anthony Joshua becoming a two-time heavyweight champion of the world. But first, it's myself and Simon Jordan on the final word from Sunday evening talking Newcastle United and Steve Bruce after yet another win for the Magpies as they crept into the top half of the Premier League. Big club in Newcastle with a mm. big manager from Newcastle that we were mm. big advocates of. Even Sean Custis was in the camp of giving Steve Bruce his head. Listen, you know, you're absolutely right. St Benitez, St Rafa of Benitez mm. was, a, was a manager that they, they waxed lyrical about, mm. thought he was a second coming. And you're now seeing... Steve Bruce doing something slightly better. Very quietly, very low-key. Yeah, and the best way to be. Not to be briefing the media against the owner, not to be creating distractions and and being divisive. Maybe, just maybe, making it about the football team's performance and not about the endless battle that the fans have with the owner, which I understand, and that the manager has with the owner, and it becomes about a unit. They got beat out of sight by Leicester, but everything that could go wrong in that particular game did go Mm -hmm. wrong. And then you saw the emergence of the long staff, brothers, specifically the younger one, come to the fore because we'd already been aware of the older one. Um, And you start to see this galvanisation of Newcastle. And what you've got with Bruce, if if his mind's in the game, you know, I think the Aston Villa job, a lot of people criticised him. He took a lot of flack up there, people throwing lettuces at him. That, uh, there was a cabbage, that, to be absolutely precise. Cabbage, he, it, he took yeah. particular offence because it was a cabbage. Yeah. The cabbage that was thrown in wasn't even a lettuce, it wasn't even <laughs> an iceberg. Um, but um, the platform that um, uh, Dean Smith was able to bounce off with John Terry was probably laid there because McGinn was signed by Steve Bruce and players of that ilk. And I think with Newcastle, this was the job that he wanted. Now, if he was a busted flush, he would have been found out particularly quickly. But I never thought he was a busted flush. I thought he had been given jobs that were kind of unfashionable, of course, except when I took him to Palace. Yeah, but if you look at the jobs, that, then, yeah. the jobs that he's had, you know, he's had he's had Wigan, hasn't he? He's had Sunderland, he's had Birmingham, um, he's had Hull. These are clubs that he's brought into the Premier League or taken back into the Premier League or managed in the Premier League. In fact, he's promoted most of them into the Premier League, relegated some of them and taken them back up again. So he's got a track record of being successful to a certain level. But only when you operate at a certain club can you kick on to the next level. And Newcastle 
has the potential, if he could have a working relationship with Ashley, and I know that Newcastle fans here will be sitting there spitting a dummy by listening to this, but when I spoke to Steve in the summer, I said, why don't you be the first person, besides Pardew, who was a little bit of his dancing partner, but why don't you be, rather than the years of Benitez, briefing the press against the owner, why don't you bring this guy a little bit closer, because maybe, maybe you'll get more from him than others have got previously. Moving on to the Sunday exclusive, here's Mark Saggers, Ray Houghton and Danny Mills on Jamie Vardy and what England are likely to miss. Leicester's form has just been sensational. sensational yeah. yeah, it is. You know, absolutely brilliant. 25 goals he's got in the 26 games he's played under Brendan. Have you seen that stat? Good yeah, stat. Good brilliant stat. stat. 26 games under Brendan Rodgers in the Premier League, I think, and he's got 25 I'll goals. I'll ask you again. If you're Gareth Southgate, do you try and persuade Jamie Vardy that there's still a place, an opportunity for him come this I, I, uh, summer? I, I, I don't think so. Uh, I think they've gone in a different direction. Okay. Um, but just as an impact player, even. Yeah, but it was his decision, wasn't it, to retire? Yeah, I, 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 if, yeah I know what you mean. I would that. look at it, Jamie Vardy's going to have to ring Gareth up and say, I'm coming out of retirement mm. before he gets considered. I don't think I mean, England, Gareth or the FA are going to go cap in hand. I mean, anybody please, anybody else who's an England, has any other English player ever scored 25 in 26 in the Premier League? Though? Yeah, well, probably, uh, probably Harry Keane would be, Perhaps, be yeah, one of them. One of them, but not many. I mean, no, there if, be if many, you're no. anybody else then in, no. the, in the Premier League, in that sort of form would definitely be in the squad at the well, moment. That's that. the thing, Mark. I think but he ruled himself out. I know, I know. But, yeah. but then you think, Danny, since under Brendan Rodgers, he's playing better now. Because he's not... Than he was before. And he gets a bit of a rest during the international breaks as well. Yeah, but he's a fat lad, isn't he? I mean, I think he's got his appetite back completely. Well, not only that, he's pissed today, was it? Can you... I know you just mentioned those run of fixtures can can you sit I can see Leicester picking up four points out of City and Liverpool mm-hmm. C- could they upset City the way City are playing at the moment and the way the defence is playing without a shadow of a doubt could they get a result against Liverpool they might not beat them but I can see defensively they're solid I can see them getting a draw against mm-hmm. Liverpool that keeps them in the hunt and then after that their run of fixtures again starts to become a little bit easier Liverpool have got the, the, uh, we'll know by the end of January yeah, but the thing is with them you, with you, could, you could flip that and say what happens if they lose ball for them yeah of you course know, yeah, yeah. That, that's how football exactly. can go can it, it is exactly like that here's Adam Catterall Nick Pete, Luke Campbell and Barry McGuigan on Fight Night Live watching on as Anthony Joshua became heavyweight champion of the world once again after he beat Andy Ruiz Jr on Saturday what has been so significant about him tonight was he is alert from, mo- from the moment the bell rings to the moment the bell rings for the end of the round. He's been alert 100% and his mobility, and you talk about lateral movement, his legs are what have worked brilliantly for him up to now. Beautiful, his footwork, he's shown another element to his boxing game. We never thought he could do this. He's been up on his toes like Muhammad Ali. Now his hands are a bit low, please get them up. <laughs> but he's boxing beautifully. You know. He is. Talk to me about Ruiz, Luke, because this type of performance from AJ, he seems to beat a man. I mean, he's got three minutes now to, yeah. to retain his world title until the 11th round finishes. Well, switching back to the first fight, it looked like where Joshua didn't have any answers. Now in the second fight, Ruiz has no answers. You know, where, where Joshua didn't know what to do in the first round, this fight and the way he's been fighting, it's been like a walk in the park for him. Mm. You know, he's boxing lovely, he's not getting hit. He's not taking any punishment. He's doing what he wants at his own pace, at his own leisure. And um, Andy Ruiz has, has zero answers. 
and it's a lovely display of boxing. Look at the smile, look at the smile on Luke's face there, he's enjoying every moment of it. <laughs> we are into the final 20 seconds of round 12. Anthony Joshua has been absolutely majestic out in Saudi Arabia, and this is the first time really that Andy Ruiz has tried to put his foot down and, and said, Let's have a bit of a go, but there's no point in doing that in the final throws of the fight. Andy Ru Anthony Joshua doesn't need to engage. Anthony Joshua, surely now, as this fight wow. concludes, has just become the heavyweight champion of the world for the second time. A sensational performance out in Saudi Arabia where he's boxed the ears out of the heavyweight champion Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz never really got a look in. A little bit of success at the end of the fourth, a bit of success in those middle rounds, but those rounds were only competitive. Joshua Barry was absolutely sensational yeah. from uh, start we, to finish. We, we saw an element, a new element uh, to his boxing that we have never seen before. He's boxed magnificently. He's outboxed this guy from start to finish. His mobility on his feet was outstanding. And, uh, you know, he's been disciplined the whole way through it. And uh, I, I think he's regained the title with a lopsided decision. It's a fantastic performance. And as you can hear in the background, the crowd are going absolutely crazy because winner by unanimous decision. And now a two-time unified heavyweight champion of the world. Anthony Joshua. Nick, absolutely sensational. It was a genius performance, yeah. I think he was absolutely majestic tonight. He proved to everybody what he's all about. He proved that he can put New York behind him. He went into that fight all wrong in New York. He's come into this fight zero focused, absolutely give Andy Ruiz all, probably more respect than he actually deserved, to be honest with you. I think Ruiz will go away. Now, uh, uh, will we see Ruiz even bounce back? You know, there's a lot of questions going in this fight about Ruiz's size and people questioning whether he'd gone away and he'd let the fame go to his head and maybe relax too much, ate a little bit too much, drank a little bit too much, and whether he was going to be the same fight. And he told us all fight week, no, I'm not. I'm still as hungry as ever. I'm still going to be there. But he achieved his dreams. He beat Anthony Joshua against all the odds. He became the undisputed champion of the world, Mexico's first ever champion. And we've seen him kissing babies and shaking hands with presidents ever since. The desire didn't seem to be there. As Luke said, there wasn't any point where he went, you know what, I am a mile behind. I'm going to go out on my shield. I'd rather get... Most fighters will go, you know what, a mile's behind. I'd rather get knocked out than lose wide on points. So I'm just going to take a chance and throw everything but the kitchen sink. And at no point did Andy Ruiz do that. But and you know, Nick, I don't think he could do it. I, no. don't, think, I don't think his legs could, were actually working well enough tonight to be able to close Joshua down. Let's hand it to Joshua yeah. and uh, and his coach Robert McCracken. They put on, you know, they, they come up with a fantastic a tactical plan, and he carried it out to a T, absolutely beautifully. And it was a simple plan, but he had to stick to it and had to be disciplined, and that's what he showed. And it was just, we've said it three or four times, majestic, spectacular performance. Showed another element to him that we had never seen before. Absolutely brilliant and fair juice to him. Fantastic. Fair play to him as well for taking the loss and the defeat in New York and learning from it and coming back and putting a performance like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people doubting him to take the rematch straight away. So, you know, that showed you there what Anthony Joshua was all about. He, he lost his belts in New York. He took the rematch straight away, got it back on, come back with a dominant performance uh, and box class. I'm, I'm so happy for him. I was one of those people who thought he wouldn't be able to 
be disciplined enough to keep on the outside, that he would eventually be dragged into the into the center of the ring. But he proved me wrong, and he proved hundreds of, oh. of, of people wrong. That's a magnificent performance, and you know, absolutely utmost respect to him. It's wonderful. He's a lovely young man. He's great for the game. He's handsome. He's a bad boy <laughs> turned good. Yeah. He's got everything going for him, and I'm, I, you know, I couldn't be more delighted. Next up, it's the warm-up with Max Rushton and Perry Groves. And as it's a Sunday, it can only mean one thing. Loz in Brighton says, the benefits of having to uh, uh, refit the shed roof instead of taking my son to swimming is that I can listen to Culver House, so let's play. Rufus Brevitt. Robert Rosario. Robert Ullathorne. Roger Joseph. Rick Holden. Oh, he's good players. David Howes. Vinnie Samways. Nicky Platanauer. <laughs> Nicky Banger. Oh. Craig Maskell. Craig Hignett. Chrissy White. Peter Shirtliff. Carl Shutt. Carl Lieburn. Carl Bradshaw. John Shadow. Is there hesitation here or what? John you play the game Shadozi. and not commentate, Perry. Oh, sorry. Oh. Do you know what? My memory's gone here. I can't remember if you started with this one or not. Robert Ullathorne. Oh, no, Perry, Ian Goldhouse. I mean, you try and find somebody good enough to play the game. It was a step up from Jacobs, but you cannot re-Ullathorn at this level of Culverhouse. It is absolutely unacceptable, Perry. I don't know if you want to apologise to to the millions of listeners. Quite happy with my performance, actually. That is the the problem with society. People just accept second best. Mediocrity. You can't have that. I'm quite happy with mediocrity. Very upsetting. Anyway, um, I'd like to apologise on behalf of everybody for uh, that Riala thorning. I didn't think it would happen today, and uh, I understand if you want to switch to another radio station because of it. Here's Laura Woods and Darren Bent on game day. Your verdict reacting to the Manchester derby, which you heard live here on Talksport. Rashford with a penalty in the first 25 minutes. Martial with a second goal. They were cruising until the last five minutes when Otamendi gave Manchester City hope. But it was just that, just hope. And sometimes it's the hope that kills you. Manchester City 1, Manchester United 2. Totally and utterly inept today. Um, Manchester United were the only team in it. Um, the hitters on the counter attack. They should have been three up at half time. City, I don't know what they were thinking about. Angelino looked like a player who had his legs stitched on back to front and the boots on the wrong feet. He was absolutely <laughs> dreadful. I mean, I don't like slaughtering a City player, but it, I can only say what's in front of me. He was shocking today. Um, it's, it's an easy fix for me while we get the centre half back fit. Kyle Walker. Is an English defender who understands defending. Now, we've got a £50 million left-back. We've got a £50 million right-back. Now, pair up John Stones. If you think Otamendi's 
got the date of birth disease upon him and he's getting a bit old and a bit uh, leggy. And put Carl Walker in at centre. Come on. He's an English defender. He understands defending. He understands he's a right back by trade. But surely he can play centre half. Are you talking about? Are you talking about if they move to a back three? You were talking about a back two. You saying as in a no, flat no. Back four? I mean, yeah, he can come yeah. inside. He's, he's done can it he? for England. I didn't say it was it was a massive success at it. But Fernandinho's trade is a central midfield player. Mm. So Kyle Walker is first and foremost a defender. So to my mind, and he's still quick. He's very quick, Kyle Walker. So the the blueprint was set how to beat Manchester City by Nuno Espirito Santos. Tip the ball over the top, make him turn, put it in between the centre half and Edison, and see if he'll come for it. Or your striker's got the pace, and United have sussed that out. So today, Rashford, I mean, he was unlucky not to get on the score sheet in open play. We were just, we were just totally inept, and they, they, United were back in shape quickly when their moves broke down. They were back behind the ball. Back in shape quickly. They looked and well drilled, John, didn't they? In, in they were well drilled. Yeah, they were. They were well drilled and they were well. Well, mm. he, he had a game plan. He executed it to the nth degree. And uh, yeah. the right team won the game, to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of VAR. My brother wasn't at the match today and he phoned me at half time and he goes, Ours was a penalty. I said, Well, it is what it is, isn't it? I mean, surely it'll equal itself out. It doesn't look that way. But I'm not bleeding. It was the best team won. Yeah. And off. All right, John, thank you very much for your call. We're going to go back to the Etihad. We're going to go back to Don McGuinness. He's been working very hard for us. He's now with Pep Guardiola. Thank you, Laura. Yes, uh, Pep, just how disappointed are you this evening after that? Yeah, we lost. Yeah, disappointed. But uh, I enjoyed to watch my team play and uh, until the end. And, you know, it's where it is. We know that Manchester United are a counter-attacking side. Did they surprise you at all with the speed, particularly in the first half? No, we knew it. Yeah, we're going to see three, four counter-attacks. Yeah, no more than that in the second half at the end, when we attack with a lot of people. Yeah, it's the, the quality they have. You know, defend deep and, and make a counter-attack. Yeah. Do you have any complaints with the penalty, and maybe one that you didn't get? Any thoughts on that? Next season will be better. Next season will be luckier. Yeah. Would you think what VAR will be better? Ah, come on, next season, please. Yeah, it's many times. So next season. And did you feel that obviously when you got that that goal back, you you could get back into the game? I mean, obviously the second half it was it more happened, domination. It's happened many times this season, so forget about it. So. And what about then the title race? Do you forget about that now? There's 14 points. So what's your feeling? Well, it's a lot, a lot of distance. What you have to think is uh, continue. So with six, when we are 10 points in front, you have to continue. We are 10, 6, 11. We have to continue. And just a, a serious note, we don't want to ever talk about these things. It seemed that there was some race, alleged racist yeah. incidents with, with Fred. I mean, your thoughts on that? I think the club made a statement, support all of them. So I think the club with the police, with the guys are going to, to try, you know, to discover the reason why, to avoid it, to avoid it not happen again. All right, thank you. Pat. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Pat. There you go, that's Pep Guardiola. He is really, really frustrated. He's very different, isn't it? His yeah. complete demeanour is completely different. And that Don McGuinness was clearly winding him up because he didn't even want to answer the question <laughs> in the end, which I kind of, kind of understand. I get it. Like his team's just been beat, oh. and when you want to talk about just the, um, the the penalty decisions and these type of things, he, he probably you're right. He probably he's probably sick and tired of hearing that. I honestly, it's it's the last interview that I would ever want to do. Is Pep Guardiola in yeah. the position that he's in at the moment in the league? He is an absolute gentleman and a, an, a, an amazing guy, but he is so intense and, and so in love with football and so in love with winning. Is 
a, he's a born winner and that, that is the, the last interview you'd ever want to do because you just feel that nothing you say is, is the right I could, question. I could feel it coming through, yeah. coming through as we were listening to it because you, you could tell how irritated, but irritating he's getting yeah. by the questions and he's saying about next season, which is I guess, I guess one positive is that he's talking about next season and building again. So at least it shows yeah. he's going to be here next season. This is TalkSport Daily. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now to Saturday afternoon and Duncan Ferguson winning his first game as Everton caretaker manager, speaking with our own Jason Bourne. Seriously, that is his actual name. Duncan, a couple of friends, I think, made by yourself today. A couple of ball boys, hooks in there. How are they? Yeah, I mean, they've probably got sore ribs at the moment, I think, yeah. It was just adrenaline, to be honest with you, mate. It was just it was exciting, you know what I mean? And what a fantastic day for them as well. Yeah, you talked about the fans at the end. You went onto the pitch, you gave it some, you were punch in the air what does it mean to them do you think to get a win like this in these sorts of circumstances absolutely we're in the relegation zone we're in the bottom three so it's you know to, to, to get their points it's just unbelievable and, and of course the fans have been frustrated as well because the team has been struggling a little bit but now for that to get a lift like that and to beat Chelsea who are a good team a fantastic team aren't they so you know to come here and, and, and to, to be here and to beat them 3-1 it was fantastic and I was absolutely delighted for the fans fans first for me I know you want to focus on the fans, but what about yourself over the last 24 hours? How have you approached it, approaching a game like this and getting ready for something like this? Well, I've actually been quite calm behind the scenes, but I knew it in the touchline and my adrenaline would kick in because, you know, I knew that would happen. And I wanted that to happen because I knew the, 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 players, need, the players need passion, they need, they need driven on. You know, the, the confidence are a bit low, so you need to make sure you're pushing, you're kicking every ball and you're pushing them into positions. It's very difficult to get your messages across when it's such an unbelievable atmosphere. But, you know, it's, it's, it's the body language, it's the, it's, it's the, you know, it's the positive, um, oh, positive way you, you conduct yourself. I think that can feed onto the pitch. Whether it's yourself or somebody else coming in over the next week or so, can you maintain this type of intensity for the rest of the season? We absolutely will. Whoever the manager is, they will, will, will maintain this intensity. We have to. We're Everton. That's the way we play. We have to make sure we're aggressive. We have to make sure we press well. I think we did that today. Has anybody said anything to you about how long you'll be in charge still? Nico Kovac was in the crowd today. Fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, brilliant. Uh, you know, we, want the, we want the best managers in the world managing the football club, and that's it. Now to the Glory Hunters podcast, where Charlie Baker introduces a titanic tussle as Jake Wood's Arsenal take on the might of Will Mellor's Manchester United. And for Will, there is still no doubt in his mind that Man United are the bigger club. And you can download that podcast right now. 
It's not because we sell more shirts than any other club in the world. It's not because we've won the league 20 times. It's not because we sell out our 70,000 plus stadium every week. It's not because we've won the treble. It's not because of the Busby Babes. This is because in 1999, when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer scored that goal in the 90th minute on Sir Matt Busby's 90th birthday, we realised then that even God supports United, because <laughs> that's divine intervention. That's it, I'm afraid. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. Please click and subscribe via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. There'll be another one of these same time tomorrow. Till then, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.